Hello, um, welcome to, I don't know what episode this is, but welcome back to From the Field to the Track. I'm Tiana and I'm with it's two episode very- eight. Episode eight. Episode eight, episode eight. Um, I'm with two very special guests. So Katie, do you want to introduce yourself and your very and our very special guest? Okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to episode eight of From the Field to the Track. Or should I say Kyoto because we have a very special guest Me. here with us today. Um, it's the girl who fought, who fooled 25,000 people on my TikTok that I was, uh, that she was my boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. It is Charlotte Austin. We are dating. Yes. We're joining you today from beautiful Whakatane. We've had, we've had a beautiful day today at the Hot Pools um, and sitting across Joining us from all the way in Sydney, we have wow. uh, Tiana, who's claimed to fame is the fact that she has a matching scar with Clement Novalak. It is our beautiful co-host, Tiana. Okay, so today is a very special episode, and not for the reason that we have Charlotte with, with us, but it's it also one of the reasons, but also for the fact that you two are... I've just fresh from a trip to the Australian Grand Prix. How was your time? Let's start with Tiana. Go on. My time was amazing. I loved it. You know, if you follow me on anything, you know that I was having the time of my life. I didn't meet Paul Aaron, which was my one goal of the weekend. But, you know, I met other people. I met Charlotte. Like, I can't really be mad when I met exactly. Charlotte. So mm-hmm. I had a great um, weekend. I'm not a fan of Melbourne weather. So I'm glad that I live in Sydney and not in Melbourne because that weather was horrendous. Charlotte, how was your weekend? And Charlotte, do you want to tell us maybe who you are first and then tell us how your GP was? Okay, I'm Charlotte. Do I have to talk loud? I'm Charlotte. I literally don't do anything interesting, but I love F1. So I found Tiana at the Grand Prix, DM'd Katie on Instagram, and this is why I'm here because she answered my DM and we both work at a pharmacy, so... That's my claim to fame is the fact that I'm friends with Katie and I work at a pharmacy. It's everyone's claim to fame these days. So, um, my Grand Prix experience was soggy. It was raining. <laughs> it was soggy. raining. Like, I like that. No. Like the F2 quality day was – what well, that was Friday. It was so wet yeah. and we didn't want to invest in a poncho because a poncho was like $5. And I was not about to spend – Crazy. Yeah, like $5 for a poncho. I was not about to spend that much money and I spent – I spent $10 on a portable charger because my portable charger ran out. But other than that, it was a great experience. I loved watching supercars because I've never seen supercars in real life before. So that was quite a win for me, I have to say. Yeah. Darning. Well, I'm glad you two had a good time. I was unfortunately not there, but I watched it from my couch and, and wrote, wrote a few notes um, down oh. so that we can just quickly run through kind of what happened a couple of weekends ago at the Australian Grand Prix. Okay, so we had – we had some mixed weather throughout some the week, weather. some a lot of rain, yeah. some, some dry sessions, some wet sessions. Chico repeatedly kind of went off during um, FPs and things like that and then ended up uh, in a wall. In the wall, yeah, in the wall during quali. Um, mm-hmm. Albon and Hulkenberg uh, respectively got their Williams and their Haases into Q3. There was still no McLarens in Q3, but there was a beautiful Merck sandwich around – of course, Max Verstappen. We get on to the race, which was absolute chaos. Bonas and Chico started from the pits. Bad start from Max. Leaves George in the lead by the first turn. Charles 
Conveniently went into the gravel lap one, Albon into the gravel lap seven, both of them DNF'd, and then we had a red flag that comes out at lap eight, declare their gravel. Um, George pits while it's still a yellow, fl- uh, yeah, yellow flag, and unfortunately that was not the end of his bad luck because he um, had an engine failure. Yeah, he went up in flames. Um, Ooh, lap forty four, like, crash right with Magnuson. Oh really? Okay, cra- cra- yeah, yeah. Ma- Magnuson manages to rip the back wheels off um, at lap forty-four, which causes our second red flag. The restart was absolute chaos. We know that the Alpines clash, Nick and Logan clash, and Carlos ends up getting a five-second penalty, and that was about the end of the race. Um, yeah. So let's hear it. What did you guys think? Right from the grandstands. Um, How did you feel? I was sat in turn nine and ten, right? And I was sat next to a lovely Charles Leclerc fan. And the second Charles went into the wall, he started crying. Like, actually, tears were streaming down his face. And I was like, yeah, fair enough. We had these lovely Max fans near us that had a flag. And they took someone out with the flag. So we're not going to talk about that. But when the red flags, the red flags came out, right? And... If you're a Max fan, you know that Max can't start. He can't do like rolling starts. He can't do any restart. And so every single Max fan ever was livid. It was not a good time for Max fans, especially my brother Max. He did not enjoy the red flag. <laughs> no one enjoyed the red flag. Um, I think there was a few tears shed from my brother during the red flag as well. Interesting that Max doesn't like red flags. I reckon bring a seat because I – had to sit down during every single red flag and I miss out on all the action because I was sat on the grass. Yeah. You're in GA, right? Yeah. I was in general admission, which is fine. It was fun. Good times. Mm. Bring a chair or bring a little mat because I got my pants ruined. Yeah. Never again. Indiana, the chaos. <sighs> Crossing <laughs> live to our, our, our reporter <laughs> that was on the scene. How was that? On the scene. Honestly... I don't. I refuse to believe that that race was actually real. To be honest, because mm-hmm. we got the first red flag, and I was like, "Okay, fair, probably." You know, probably couldn't really fix that under safety car conditions. Whatever makes sense. Fine, we'll live with it. The second red flag, I was kind of like, "This is less valid. Why are we getting another red flag?" Mm-hmm. Also, I was kind of happy that we were getting another red flag purely because I didn't want Max to win. The way he, like, I didn't want Max to win. And I was like, if it's a red flag, Lewis Hamilton has a greater chance of winning. Because they were saying that no one else had new soft tyres and Max only had new hard tyres. So he was like, well, there's no point. He's just completely and utterly stuffed at this point. But when George's car caught on fire right right in front of me, that was not the vibe. Even though I was sitting in the centre stand, which was made to be full of McLaren fans, everyone everyone in the stand was like, what in the world is happening why is George Russell going up in flames? But other than that, it was a fun time. I enjoyed my time. The center stand was kind of not the vibe at all because on Friday they realized that they messed up all of the seating on my side of the grandstand. So they had to move everyone down a bay. It was not fun at all. That's why. Yeah. That's all. That's all I have to say. Yeah. So is is that okay? So 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 that was kind of that was kind of your race day. Um, Tiana, yep. do you have a story from the grandstand that you'd like to, you'd like to share with all of us? Apart from your little, they they mucked yes. it up. Um, let me think. I think. Oh, 
That's a hard one. This is why oh, we so, sent you the sorry. plan so that you'd think of something. I know. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> so when I'm watching F3, I think it was F3 Quali. That's what it was. F3 Quali. Gosh, some of those F3 drivers coming out of the last turn were getting feeling very risky. So because they were feeling very risky, they were taking a lot of curb on their last turn. Didn't work out well for any of them who decided to do that because next minute they knew they were in the wall. I had three yeah. F3 crashes in front of me. And I got a piece of the gravel because the gravel hit me in the head, but it was like the tiniest little bit. I've lost it now because it was like a little tiny bit of the gravel and I was like really happy. But that was my story. Wow. That's that's your story from the grandstand <laughs> almost dying from a piece of gravel from one of the F3 drivers. Charlotte, yeah. do you have no, a story <laughs> from the OzGP grandstands, I guess? Um. Okay, so obviously I was turned 9, 10, which is probably the best place to be if you're general admission. I'm just putting that out there. Everyone went into the wall at turn 9, 10, Pepe, in the wall. Which was a damn shame. I think it was Mari Boyle that went in that went in the air right in front of us. Wow. And then it was Luke Browning as well that went over a curve. Max Verstappen's friend. Yeah. Max Verstappen's friend, as we found out from the stretch, not the stretch, the cramped photo on Instagram. Uh, you can barely see. Maybe we can put that. <laughs> image there i don't know yeah thumbnail i'll get, Tia- I'll get tiana to put that in i'll send you the image um yeah i didn't actually realize okay this is my dumb blonde as a brunette moment i didn't realize there was a curb there <laughs> and i was like how did that happen and i had about five people around me be like there's literally a curb that he went over and you can see it and i was like there is no curb there and i was so adamant on there being no curb until i looked at the track and there was a curb so that's my story from the grandstand is that everyone literally crashed into the wall in front of me too so mm. got to see the best crash of the weekend um well not best crash but obviously starting p30 not really the vibe did make it up though so yeah he had a beautiful race if i don't say so myself pipe marty. marty um just absolutely stunning weekend Gosh. um yeah really proud of him as a huge people marty fan nevertheless um you guys spent <laughs> a lot of time in your seats, but you did spend a lot of time in the paddock, respectfully, especially this one. So first, I'm going to ask. Uh, first, I'm going to ask a Tiana to share her story from the paddock. Okay, Tiana, off you go. Okay, me. okay my my paddock story is this. Um, so the first day I met Charlotte, we were like, okay, you know what? What do you want to do? And we were like, okay, you know what? We'll just walk to the paddock. We walked there, we got there, we saw the line to get into the paddock and we were like, maybe not, we'll just wait another, we're like, wait, we can come back another day, you know, it's okay, all good in the hood. So then anyways, this lovely, lovely girl comes up to us, I didn't know who she was, she came up to us and while we're filming in the vlog, you will, which I'm uploading soon, you'll see the exact moment she comes up to us and you can see both Charlotte and my face is like, who is this girl? But anyways, her name's Ashley. She's really nice. Charlotte actually knew her, but she just couldn't remember who she was at the moment. Yeah. But anyways, then we didn't, we, so we didn't end up going into the, oh, we did go into the paddock. Yeah, we did. Um, we got to the gate because we were looking for Paul Aaron. As we get to the gate, Charlotte sees someone. Charlotte gets scared. Charlotte starts running. And I'm like, where did Charlotte go? Charlotte's bolted out of the F2, F3 paddock. And I'm like, dude come on and then yeah so that was not the vibe at all and also a weird moment I was walking to the paddock on Sunday I'm like walking past and guess who walks past me warming up 
Isaac Hadja is just warming up on the like, Luke like Browning. on the way to the F two F three paddock. Luke Browning. Isaac. Yeah, so that Beautiful. was that's my yeah. Do Lovely. we know how to spell his name still? Isaac. Yeah, yeah. well, mm. she can't spell his name. Can we have we a can. segment where we spell driver's names and see who? Gets we could. We'd have a segment where Gianna decides to say driver's names, which is one of the struggles. Yeah. Nevertheless, yeah. Yeah. I'm here, obviously. Tiana's shared a beautiful story with us, but I'm here with a connoisseur of the support series paddock at the Oz GP. Charlotte, can you can you share a story with us, a paddock story that doesn't involve someone who, um, not my doing, but my paddock story is the Vegemite jar that I have sitting in my room, uh, that I got gifted, which was like really sweet. It has basically everyone on it, everyone on it, and Christian Mansell eats Vegemite like butter. And that's all I'm going to say. Yep. <laughs> um, okay, so I might have not been here, but I, I did spend some time on my on my couch. Um, and I was very lucky to have my dad watching most of the race with me and then my mum for the last wee bit. So it's a, it was a big first race for them. Um, both of my parents got confused about what Alpine was called. Um, we're looking at the live time in V3 right now. F3 is going on. Um, in case you guys are wondering, Franco Colapinto is beautiful. Williams reserve. Uh, reserve. Speaking of Franco Colapinto, beautiful. The man. win taken from him, that was a shock. Um, yeah. So that was all about all the, all three of their cars. It was got, all, all three of their cars. But yeah. In pace. Well, no, everyone kind of suspected it because their pace was way off. Like too fast. Too fast. Yeah. Um, so Frank Colapinto. Was it just the F3s or the F2 cars? That yeah, no, it was into? It was just the F3s because the F2 cars, because okay. Dennis Howgo won that race as well in, oh, the, yeah, true. Um, in the F2 free to race, sprint race. Well, we, we're going to talk about yeah, F2 like and F3 a, a little bit later thing. on. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Was, anyway. Yeah. You were telling us about. Okay, Christian Mansell is in third and who is. No, he's in second. Second, sorry, second. TBA. Then Pepe. Then Pepe. Um, Kyra Collette, Hugh Barter, Mari Boyer, Nikita Bedrin, Johnny Edgar, mm-hmm. and Luke Browning round out the top 10. Oh, that's Taylor Barnard in third. Okay. Yes. But I'm, I'm loving that the I'm loving the fact um, that all three Prema drivers have yet to set a time. Um, our other favorite is down in 24th. Um, and that's all we've got to say. Okie dokie. Well, I'm going to share my story, but okay, so it's my parents' first race, and both of them conveniently asked what L- they were like, LMP, because they thought they were saying LMP, not Alpine, which I think is so cute. LMP is a drink yeah. here, by the way, called Lemon Pyroa. And it's a, ve- it's a very good drink, but my parents were like, why is your team called LMP? But um, I just thought it was a, a little a little <laughs> funny thing. So, do we want to briefly, I know we just spoke about F- F2 and F3, um, but, but, um, we both, all three of us, really love F two and F three for different reasons. So, um, let's get into that. So, there was a lot of DNFs, unfortunately, this weekend. Um, just, just a little bit too much for me. Um, both Jacks DNFed at one stage. Sebastian DNFed. Enzo DNFed. Ollie got a puncture. Um, but we did, we did Ollie have two had such bad luck this for, weekend. For, for, he's he's having some bad luck at the moment. Which, no one's happy about to be fair because he's such a lovely human being and um yeah no I'm, I'm not happy about the whole thing but that's okay um right so Sebastian Jack respectively got wins in their sprint races for high tech not wins podium sorry um 
which was just so cool. They're so cute on the podium and stuff like that. So um, we love our little our Red Bull Juniors. So that was that was beautiful. Not really much else. All there twenty was a, of them. Lots of crashes. Lots of crashes. Yeah. Um. What else? Lots. A bit of. I know. Um. Crazy. Okay, okay. Other weird things we 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 should probably talk about the the mat. The my favorite F one driver ever, Daniel Ricciardo was in attendance and he was having the time of his life. Ooh. Didn't he look happy? But I just kind of want to talk about how Red Bull, who aren't really known for having you know good like good marketing and videos of the F one drivers. Obviously, Red Bull like as a brand has got the most the best marketing in the world. Essentially, um, it's, yeah, yeah, it's known yeah. as being pretty cool marketing strategy. But I just thought the videos that they made with Daniel kind of used him this weekend. Would just last week well, OSGP weekend was just revolutionary. They did really well. I thought that was really cool. Um, how did you guys feel about it? Um, I only saw one, and it was one of him driving the RB seven through the desert. And did you know that's not actually him? I know. Was it Liam? It's Liam. Yeah, it's Liam Lawson. Because if you at Bathurst, if you because Liam Lawson wasn't yeah, Liam Lawson wasn't. I mean, Danny Rick wasn't here when they filmed that. That's Liam Lawson. Because when you look at him when he's getting in the car, he's a whole different height. And Liam Lawson and Danny Rick aren't close in height. And then everyone was like going off at Red Bull. Like, why would you even say that? Just say it's Liam Lawson. Mm. Mm. But I saw I saw a video with the uninspired inspired unemployed. that was that was yeah. a funny one. That was hilarious. The one with um, Optus. That's a cool one. Is it with Optus? Yeah. Because yeah, he's yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, really, Tiana, for you, did you guys see Danny Rick at any point on the TV? Yes, I and did. And every time he showed up on the TV, I did. everyone got so excited. You saw him in person. Yeah, I saw him in person. Remember when I was remember when I was like freaking out because I came, I came, I ended up where all the drivers were like coming in. Like when they were Melbourne all coming walk. in, like in their cars and everything. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was like before the Melbourne walk, and then I saw Danny Rick, and he was like in his Ute, his red Ute, and he was just waving, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is the highlight of my life. Oh my god, Danny Rick! But I had already died previous because Mick Schumacher waved at me, and I was just like, okay, well, I've lived the best life. Yeah, the best life. You also saw Mick Schumacher, so yeah, that's what she was. Yes, I saw. So deaf. Um, what else? Oh, who else did I see? I can't even remember who else I saw. Oh, I saw Charles. Charles waved at me too. I was happy girl, and it was just it was the vibe. I enjoyed my time. That that was probably the best thing I ever did that day. My dad took took me there by accident because he didn't know where he was going, and I was like dad where are you going and he was like i don't know then we ended up here so he was needless to say he was very happy righto so i've got a few quick fire questions here for you they're just they're just one word answers um we'll go we'll, we'll go I, not- I ask the question tiana goes charlotte goes okay here we go are okay. you ready yes. i don't favorite think i can answer some of them <sighs> favorite person you met um sebas tiana Aww. Least favorite person you met, or someone someone that you met and you're like, hey, I didn't expect you to be like that. I don't know. You can go. You can. You surely know someone. 
No. He was exactly how she thought he was going to be. They were all kind of how I expected them to be. <laughs> okay. Like all, So you had all pleasant experiences yeah. with the people that you yeah, met? Yeah, they were all good. Good. Okay. Your favorite day, you were there for four days. What was your favorite day? Saturday. 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 Even though my pants got ruined, I loved Saturday. Because Saturday was the first F2 race, the first F3 race, and then it was quality. So it was the first time I got to see cars like actually racing. So Saturday. Tiana? I would also say Saturday because that's where I met everyone on Saturday. Okay. And your favorite race? There was plenty. There was what? Five? Mm. Favorite race? Tiana? A lot. Um, F3 sprint race. <laughs> oh, yeah. F2 feature race. Okay. Um, a necessary bag item. A portable charger. Bring your portable charger. I used mine four times throughout the day. So bring a portable charger. So you don't have to pay $10 for one. Go. I agree. It's a portable charger. I had two in my bag because my phone literally died within 10 minutes of me getting to the track. So that I had to use my phone and I was taking videos and then my phone just drained battery. So I had to have two portable chargers in my bag at all times. Nice. Okay. Uh, your favorite group of fans that you met. So I'm talking like, were like, did you love the McLaren fans? What did you think that like the Max fans were cool? You know what I mean? Uh, Tiana, what was your favorite group of fans? I met a bunch of Dino fans, which was really unexpected because I was like, I wasn't expecting to meet an entire group of Dino fans. They were literally like cruising around the track with their Swedish flags and everything. And I was like, oh my God, they're so cute. They like had a whole Swedish flag and they had little Swedish flags and they were walking around. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is actually so adorable. So wholesome. I love Swedish people. Yeah. Um, I have to say the Max Verstappen fans were so entertaining they had such good energy i think they were all like sloshed but their energy was phenomenal so max was stopping fans speaking of slosh you know at one stage um clement novelak he he de- did he dnf or just crash out of quality he dnf oh he crashed you know he dnf no no he got he got a penalty yeah and no, he, he, he got a penalty yeah, and he, yes he did he got a penalty and tiana goes what did he, why did clement get a penalty and i responded he got caught drunk driving and these two believed me. These two were like, oh, really? I was like, oh, my God, that's horrible. Anyway, Because I would have put it past have Clem a- if he was drink driving. Oh, like, come on. Would, okay, of, all did- people on the, of all people on the F2 grid, Clem would be the person who would drink drive, is what I'm trying to say. Least favorite group of fans you met? Least favorite group of fans. Mm. I hate to say it, but it was the Ferrari fans. Really? Yes. Like, yes. I get that Charles. I get that Charles DNF'd. Horrible, sad. But the way that they turned to absolute Debbie Downers after he DNF'd was like, you've got a second driver. Like Carlos Sainz is still in the race, and then they were laughing when he started crying, and I was like, that's just horrid. Like, so there were more Charlotte Claire fans they than were they Charlotte were Charlotte Claire fans. They weren't really Ferrari fans, but like, sure. don't laugh when someone's crying. Yeah, like, 100%. let's just be real here. They're like, oh, it's deserved. As if Charles crashing into the gravel was deserved as well. Like, okay, be grown. Tiana? I'd also say the Ferrari fans, but for a different reason. There were Ferrari fans sitting in front of me and they were the most rude people ever. Like, they were just horrible people. They were like diehard Ferrari fans. Let's not not even just Charles fans. fans. Sorry. I'm a Ferrari fan, but I just like, well, I don't act like that. I know. I'm a Carlos Sainz fan. Okay. Um,. Biggest OMG I'm at a GP moment. 
um, literally wasn't even F1, but the first day we got there was like, what, eight in the morning and I was delusional and I saw Porsches on track, like the Porsche Carrera Cup and I started crying. I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm actually seeing real cars racing in real life and I actually shed tears. So that was pretty cool. Cool. Um, I know we, we live a, a no regrets on Mimi's lifetime, but did you have any regrets about the uh, Grand, Grand Prix? We're going to start with Tiana. Okay, so I regrets I love. I, I mean, probably buying so much food at the track because food was so expensive. It was like 30 bucks for just like small quantities of food. And I was like, well, I already paid like a thousand bucks for my tickets plus on top of all the merch I'm buying and everything else and like to actually get here I shouldn't be spending 30 bucks on food logically yeah that's my regret and chat a regret that wasn't something that um I didn't like I was too scared to actually watch the f2 quality live because it was raining too much and so I didn't actually get to see all the carnage on track I just had to watch it on my phone on ko so probably not going out and braving the rain to watch that. Free promo for KO. Um, so obviously you guys, you guys were there. Is there any tips that you have, tips for getting the most out of your tickets, things like that, Tiana? Any tips that you have for people who might want to go next year or might want to go to any Grand Prix? So especially, like, I think this is more to Melbourne because Melbourne is the only place in the world that has the Melbourne Walk, obviously. Like, or something similar to the Melbourne Walk. If you want to go the Melbourne Walk, I say probably the best day, like, there's probably no chance of you going, like, if you really want to meet a driver really badly, you probably best bet it's going on Thursday or Friday. Mm. Because if you go on Saturday or Sunday, it's absolute chaos and you would not want to be there. Like, I got to yeah. the track super early, not even to go to the Melbourne Walk because I just knew that even if I got there at like six, people were lining up from four and gates only open at 8.30. Mm. And then it's not even like, oh, the Melbourne Walk's right through the gate. You have to go through the gate, run up the um the bypass, run down the bypass, then run a little bit more and then you get to the Melbourne Walk. So it's a bit of a bit of a journey, but you'll get there in the end. You know, it's an experience though. So I would recommend it. Okay, um, Charlotte, yours? All righty. Any suggestions? Oh. Um, go on the Thursday and walk around the entire track. If you're in general admission, like if you don't have a grandstand, walk around the entire track and try and figure out which turn you'd best want to like sit at. And then also get to the gates like 7.30 or like 7-ish and then 6.30 on the race days because the race days, the gates are like backed all the way up. But just make sure you know where you want to sit on the actual race day. So go around the entire track to give yourself, like, the best advantage to find the best place to sit. If you're on general admission, you can't go in through gate two or one, though. So mm. you can't go to the Melbourne – like, you can't go to the Melbourne Walk with general admission. Like, you can't go in through gate one to get to the Melbourne Walk. So you probably best not to do the Melbourne Walk with your general admission. Sick. Sick. Righto. So um, I, I put a put some questions up. I put a Q&A box up on my Instagram, which is at Danny Rixbitch um, on Instagram. Um, Tiana also put one up at, at From the Field to the Track. Um, and that, we, had, we had an overwhelming uh, response, all with really similar questions. Yeah, we've got some oh, questions for that question. episode too. Are you guys excited for tomorrow's episode? 
I am incredibly excited. Um, so we, this is they're going to be put out about a week, a week apart. These two episodes, but tomorrow's episode it's a long one coming. Um, I've really come in clutch with our guest. She is the coolest person in really? the world. Um, she's she's agreed, super cool. Agreed. Um, um, you guys will get to meet her. You some of you guys may know her. Some of you guys may not. You might recognize her face. Um, yeah, so we're really excited to have her on. She's joining us from across the globe, so we're really excited um, to have her. But um, apart from that, I guess this is kind of – hold on. We'll, we'll do the drive of your life question first. Just cut that bit out of me accidentally, accidentally mucking Okay. Um, yeah, that's another thing I want to say, which is that's what I want to say, the nice eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, another thing that I noticed about a lot of red flags is that the drivers have such nice eyes. Like Carlos signs his eyes, Lan Norris's eyes, beautiful. Yes. And you can just see them through the visors, and it's, it's stunning. Yeah. Ollie Beeman also has lovely eyes, but um, we didn't really have a red flag for him to see his eyes. Anyway, nevertheless, the drive of your life question today. So this is a new segment that um, Chant doesn't know about, but I have, have been briefing her about it. Essentially, what I ask is there's a lot of big drives you do. You drive a lot in your life. There's a few big drives, a few crucial li- drives that you do. So, um. I'm here to ask you, which current or past F1 driver would you want to drive your body away from your funeral? Tiana. That is such a depressing question, but it would be Danny Rick, obviously. Yeah. I just feel like that would be full circle. I feel like Yuki Tsunoda. What is your reason (laughs) behind this? I feel like... I need a, someone that's an all-rounder. He can cater for my wedding because he wants to open a restaurant so he can cook food. My wedding, wedding? my funeral. <laughs> so at least if they're sad, they're being fed well. My wedding. Yeah. And then he also, this is my reasoning, right? He'll be able to drive me without needing to stop at like McDonald's or something so we can really get direct to the brute because he'll be well fed. And I just think that's my reason. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My, I would probably have to go, like I don't, yeah. I would maybe go like Sebastian Vidal. I feel like he'd be like, like per like you know that perfect kind of like vibe mm. vibe for, for driving me away he's um very special to me he's very special to a lot of people um so yeah I think I would say I would say him um yeah so I guess that's all we we oh my god we have for you today um yeah so um you can find Tiana and I uh, respectively on TikTok and Instagram at Jenny's any at yes. Danny Ricks bitch for me and at from the field to the track for Tiana. Charlotte doesn't have any social media. And um, so I just would like to take this um, no this media. this uh, opportunity to thank our sponsors. We are kindly sponsored by. And happy 19th birthday to Mari Boyer. Okay. Happy 19th birthday. There's a lot of birthdays going on at the moment. And um, we've entered the holy month of birthdays, which is um, really exciting. So um, you can find videos about April, May. on my, my channel. My channel, my TikTok, <laughs> Linton. Um, anyway, but we'd like to uh, we'd like to thank our our sponsors, which is purely just my fame. Um, but apart from that, thank you very much for joining us, Charlotte. Thank you for joining us from across um, the Tasman, the uh, Tiana. Thank you, um, thank so you for having whoever me. You're listening Wait, to this, this is my thank podcast. you for getting us here. Thank you for um, being. Uh, listening all the way through we hope you've enjoyed this episode um, we've you. got some very exciting ones to come so um, love you lots ciao kisses kisses and hugs bye thank you all so much love for listening you. this is all organized by Katie so you know it's very organized because it's Katie not me
and I'm very glad. Anyways, bye guys.